but they bear my high we see in his parables, all the time they have Okay, so the Zohar explains like this. The Zohar says, eh, the king and the queen and the prince, and the prince, he's mischievous, and a lot of times he does things that are against the king, and the king warns him, he says, my son, this is not the way to behave. Second time, not the way to behave. Third time, not the way to behave. Okay, and the prince is already getting older. He's not at five years old anymore. He's already a young man. He's doing good things. He's responsible. He's old enough to go in the army. He's old enough to go to officer school. He's the son of the king. He should be an officer. He should be a leader. Instead of being a leader, the prince comes home one night. He comes home drunk. And he comes home. <laughs> there he goes. That's enough. King says, this is not the fourth, fifth, or sixth, or seventh time. This, you've gone too far. I warned you the last time. Sits it. I'm not warning you anymore. You're out. So the king sends the prince in exile. Oh. The queen, she's beside herself. He knows. It, 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 it's what's that? Shubu Bonim Shumpin, come back by mischief's sons. She knows her son's a mischief maker. She knows that the king warned him time after time after time after time. Ten times. Ten times. Okay, she knows. She knows the king didn't have any choice. But what does the queen do? The son is in exile. And the queen, she takes a couple of guards with her that they should watch her over it. She takes off her queenly clothes and she puts on simple clothes, dark clothes, and she goes and she visits the prince every day. And this is the words of the Zohar, the exact words of the Zohar. Where does the queen find the prince? Where do you think she finds him? In a bar, or worse than that. She goes and she visits him, she sees him in a brothel. And who is he hanging out with? He's hanging out with the women of the night. And they find him. And the queen, she has such anguish. Sir son, he's fit to be a king, he's royalty. He's son of the king and a queen. So you know who he is, and look where he is. And she comes home, and she cries, and she cries. And one day, the king hasn't seen the queen for a while, and he goes and visits the queen's chambers. He sees the queen is crying in red eyes, and, and he says, my beloved, what's the matter? Why are you crying? She can't contain herself. She explodes crying. And she throws herself at the king's feet. And she says, this is, you, you, you can't imagine what's happened to her son, where he is, this and that. And she begs for this fun. Bring him back. Imagine bring him back. He says, uh, bring him back. You're going to be responsible for him? No. You, up till now, you, you've spoiled him. You did that. You fine. You know, I'm going to have tough love with him. No, no, we can't have tough love with him. Do you be responsible for She takes responsibility, yes. So he brings, she goes, the king says one thing, I'm not sending an honor guard. If he would have done my will, and if he would have repented, I would have taken him personally, I would have gone with my honor guard, wherever he is. But for me to go, to the dark side of town, the cheap side of town, to go where he is, no way. You'll take your two guards with you, and you go in the middle of the night when nobody sees you, and you'll bring him back. She brings him very quietly back to the 
the palace with no parades, no nothing. So come back to the palace. What happens in the palace? What do you think? Okay, the prince, you're getting the gutter, no money, not a wall, what are you hanging out with? He does it again. He sins again. Oh, wow. Because he does the worst thing. What happens now? Now the prince messes up again. 
after more than 20 years, boom! And that is the egg cell that we're still paying for. And it's not 70 years, not 700 years. Not only that, but the king, it's no longer, exile is not enough. So the Zohar continues. And I heard from this Zohar, from his real tower, from his real tower, Hashem should bless him, the big tzaddik in our generation. And he himself went through, Rabbi Israel Talbert, he went through the Holocaust, he went not many people alive like Rabbi Israel Talbert. But this, and the following idea that got from Rabbi Israel Talbert. Rabbi Israel Talbert says, now he takes the Zohar and explains it even one step further. He says, now, now what do we do? When the son is in exile a second time and he's still messing up. But now it's, there's a separation between, there's such a separation between the divine presence and the Hashem, the Holy One. But now get what happens. The more that there is a separation between Hashem and divine presence, you know what the divine presence says? All our souls, why do we call it mother, we call Hashem father, all our souls come from divine presence. That's the responsibility. That's why we're her kids. Hashem's kids. He's the father. But this is her kids. The more there's a separation, we get sick. Do you know what it means? It's like divorced parents. It's like divorced parents. She's like divorced parents. But guess what? Who made the lack of Shalom Bay between Hashem and Shechina? Uh-oh. That's embarrassing. People say, I'm going to do my own thing. Don't tell me what to do. Okay, what if by you doing what you're doing, this creates a lack of shalom vayim between Hashem and the Divine Presence? Guess who suffers? Huh? So when exile isn't enough and diaspora isn't enough, we're the one that gets sick. Now what happens to a person that has gangrene in a foot? Heaven forbid, severe diabetes. Okay, your doctor gives you a diet, go on the diet. Don't eat sugar, don't cheat. Nobody says, people have gangrene from severe diabetes. Now what happens? The surgeon's got no choice. You've got to save a life. So you have to cut off the gangrenous. This, is the, this was the situation that Jewish people, before the Inquisition, for the Holocaust. You say, how can a shameful loving God do such a thing in position of Holocaust? It's the same to Jewish people. Same to Jewish people. Rav Shalom said right here, this moment this morning, that since Mount Sinai, there has never been a generation so beautiful as this generation. People talk about the generation, about problems, and that. Where did we ever see so much Torah? And so much loving kindness and so much chesed. There's a lot of good things to say about generation. Yeah, we have our problems. But what happened? What saved Judaism? Before the Holocaust, the Haskalah took all over Europe. The Enlightenment took over Europe. There was a you know, few people that are walking around with beards and pants today. Look how the, 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 the grandparents, they're already on the slide, the great grandparents on the slide. It wasn't everything was perfect. No, this is a generation coming back. There's a generation, more children, this generation, more to hide. True out of love. 
And it's also a prophecy in this group portion. 